Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Thanks for joining us. You're listening to the classiest official and practical jokers podcast we've ever done. Because we're in our studio because we got kicked out of where the jokers were filming and we had to go to a studio down the street with a piano in it. That's right, Casey Jost. And that's Dan Sematovich playing piano. <laughs> oh yeah. He what? usually just records us and captures our audio, but today he's making the audio. Thanks, Dan. <laughs> All right, welcome to the official and practical Jokers podcast. That is an atypical intro, but a fun one. We got kicked out. We yeah. got kicked out. So we were we were we were filming a you know top secret punishment, and uh, it was so secret that we couldn't even be there. Not <laughs> enough room at the end. So me, Casey Joes, Dan Semitovich, and Danny Green Guys. booked it on down to Four Forty Studios. Yeah, Playwright Studios, I think they call it now, uh, down on Lafayette Street in the city. And we'll be joined shortly by Kelly Maxwell. Who is still working. <laughs> yeah, she's still working at that studio. And she'll join us soon. But we're going to jump into this sweet, sweet episode. That's right. Take it on down to the optometrist right now. <laughs> That's right. Put your glasses on for this challenge. Uh, yeah, the optometrist, another great place. And anytime that we have a place that's like sort of a medical facility of some sort, I just think the stakes are higher. It is. And then this is just a totally new game. Like the guys were so excited. I remember getting, I wasn't on set this day and getting texts from Gatto being like, this is a format buster. We have to play games like this again. Mm -hmm. it, he's like, this completely changes the show. It just like really excites the guys when something happens where it's fresh. Like, so, you yeah. know, you've seen the show. You've probably seen uh, an episode where we're in a grocery store playing maybe put pocketing and you've seen that happen once or twice. And you know, that's great. The guys are excited for it. They always like to see how good they can play it. But when something out of the box comes up like this, they're like in love with it. They're entranced. They, want, yeah. they can't wait to play it again. And that's how they felt with this one Mark gauntlet over at the optometrist. The goal is to get the guys excited. Like when you, when we, when we come up with ideas and like, you know, they come up with ideas because anything they come up with, they're excited about. That's easy. But for us, as like producers on the show, comedy producers, we have to be like, hey, what do you think about this idea where, you know, you're in the mall and then somebody pulls down your pants if you don't finish a thing in time. They get excited about stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, the pitch process, is, uh, if you're curious, it is one of the worst processes uh, <laughs> in writer television history. Here, Casey, let's role play a little bit. Sure. Well, who do you want to, which pick a joker? I'll be Murr. Murr? Murr is actually pretty fun to pitch to. Okay. No, <laughs> because he's, he's this is exact... how it starts. Ready? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wow me. And he puts his hands behind his head and he puts his feet on the desk. Okay. Uh, great. James, so uh, we have a game. Uh -huh. um, it, it's actually a punishment. It's yeah. called uh, okay. garbage pants. Garbage pants? Yeah. Okay. So it'd be like... Let me went, guess. Do you put garbage in the pants? Yes. <laughs> okay. But they're clear pants. They're like parachute pants, like hammer pants. And then you'd... Uh, it'd be like you versus Joe at the same time. And so you'd be going through the mall, pulling garbage out of the garbage can and putting them into your clear plastic pants. And you're trying to get to the fill line before the other joker. So actually probably you against like Sal would be a good one because he's a big germaphobe. Um, but then your pant, you know. 
And then so I'll, I'll be Murr really quick. Yeah. And then I'm going to switch to Sal. Here's Murr. Eh, I like it. Sal, I don't, I don't know. So it's garbage in the pants. And then it's, I mean, who is it in front of? Won't they know it's I'm a joke? Of, doesn't it seem like a joke immediately? Yeah, but this one I think will be so gross. And you're so afraid of germs that it'll work as a punishment. Okay. Now or maybe be, a Joker versus Joker. Do you want me to be Joe? Gatto? Yeah. Okay. You're pitching garbage pants again? I <laughs> told you no. I told you no about it. There's like 10 times you pitched me garbage pants. Right, but we think it'll work now in season seven because we just are desperate for ideas. <laughs> and then do you want me to be Q? Yeah. What was it? Garbage pants? Gar- uh, all right. <laughs> the best thing Q ever said. Maybe it was that game we did this year where you had to take photos of someone. I take a photo of you in the park, mm-hmm. and then it went on their Instagram. I think that yeah, was it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I take a photo of a, a person in the park, and then I need a caption for it. I'm like, hey, I just took a picture of you. Uh, I was going to caption it like, world's wettest dad. Yeah. Uh, is that cool? And, and you pitch, I remember pitching that game to Q, and he goes, yeah, it's a little season one, but season one got a season two, so why not? <laughs> Love that. That's, that's who you want to pitch to. That's who you want to pitch to. on board. Q is, oh, that is such a great response. Yeah. He's, that is so interesting because it starts from this, like, negative place, but then it's actually the most positive thing possible, and that is who Q is. But then there's times where, pitch it, uh, Casey, pitch an idea to me. Sure, sure. Q. Uh, okay, so I have this idea. So it's kind of like Pictionary. Where, uh, the, you know, you have to, you get a task that like, the Joker has to do in the park, but the other Joker has to draw it and you have to guess what it is. It's called Prictionary. It's called Prictionary? Uh-huh. So I'm just guessing drawings? Yeah. Yeah, kind of. But like you have to guess what it is, but then you have to do it. So if, if, if someone drew it and it's kind of weird, you know, let's say it's like, you know, uh, you know, kiss someone's belt or something like that. You have to, the one guy has to draw it and the other guy has to do it. And you have to guess, you have to just attempt to do it. And then if you get it wrong, you still did a weird thing. So if you like kiss the guy's stomach, no, like it's supposed to be a belt. Nah. <laughs> yep, that's accurate. And, that's it. and then you just like, you're like, oh, that's it. But it's like, you have to like prep yourself up to give that much enthusiasm. Right. And it's like, nah, what else you got? And then you have to just add another one. Oh, There's okay, like great. Ideas, uh, yeah. And so, and so, uh, but Optricians, that game that we did, that was the guy's got excited. Format Buster, and it was great. Uh, Here's another version yes. of a pitch, real quick. Right? Oh, yeah. Let's so, hear it. you know, for instance, we had this idea that we liked where a Joker was in a focus group. And then he, 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 you know, he introduces himself to the focus group. Then he, he goes, oh, my brother, my brother's going to come in. And then he leaves and he has to get into a different costume and come in as like his twin brother. Yes. And that morphed into what was Nod Dog That Ain't Me, which is when we did the last season. Had balsamic Sal, or no, Balsamic Vin. Balsamic Vin. Played by Sal, which is basically just Sal Volcano yeah. with wetter hair. And we had Cole Von Cole, like all those. All yeah, those. Gatto was the best at that game. But it morphed. They were like, we don't like it. And then I was just like, I love the idea so much. This wasn't even my pitch, but I love yeah. the idea so much that like I just forced it into what it became where I was like, I was like, okay, all right, all right, take, take the twin thing, but it's not a twin. You have to confuse someone and make them believe it. And I was like, what if it's, and then, then I think Sal got into it. He got into the enthusiasm yeah, you're right. you're and then he was like, okay, all right. So then we have, we have a, you know, about one person there checking different focus attendees and you have to convince them, you know, so that, 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 I love that when it becomes a brainstorm sesh. And then it's so funny because you have to think think about every note and they're like okay so who so you're pranking one person the yeah. person that's getting paid 10 bucks an hour to sit there and check names uh-huh. and you're like yeah sure 
but we just think it's really funny. <laughs> right. And so it's like, what? So this woman cares? She doesn't care. She's getting paid 10 bucks an hour anyway. Probably more than 10. What's the minimum wage? Oh, minimum wage? Why are you looking at me? I yes. Don't <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. You look like you've paid people before. I never have. <laughs> I believe people. it's $11 an hour. $11, so we probably yeah. pay 10 And so it's one of those things where uh, we're like, yeah, but it'll just be funny to the home audience. Right. And they're like, yeah. They are, okay, I like it now. And then one of the guys like, all you need is one joker to champion it, and then he can turn his best friends onto the idea. Right, yeah. right, right. There's all these different... These are the strategies, folks. The guys don't have to do this. The guys, when, when they come up with the idea, it's just like, yeah, this is what we're going to do. It works on everyone except if Gatto doesn't like an idea, and then you, like, pitch... The, that's like... He never forgets anything. He's never forgotten anything ever in his life. No. If you ever slighted him, don't cross him. He remembers it. Trust me. Even if, you, if it was eighth grade, he, he knows. That is like one of those things where it's like, you know, if dad doesn't like it, you're going to go ask mom. If he, like one of those things, like Joe didn't like it, so maybe I'll, oh, I'll go pitch it to Sal, see what, uh, see what Sal thinks. And then you go back and Sal's like, hey, McCarthy came with his garbage pants. It's a great idea. He's like, okay. Hey, McCarthy. <laughs> You're fired? <laughs> Did you actually? <laughs> that didn't no, happen. but no, not that. But like, it'll be one of those things. Where McCarthy, be like, why'd you pitch that? I told, <laughs> he's told, like, I you, told no. you it was done. <laughs> right. But, it, but it's he will never forget anything. Right. And that, I, you know, he pitched in season three. It's like, why is it back? I killed it. <laughs> yeah, but this was, you know, the, the, these are some like the obtrusions. Like we've been there, but to play a new game into into like an older place is the yeah. best. So that yeah, this was that. I'm glad we let you guys into the process. Was that fun, Danny? Oh, that was great. I mean, I loved this episode. I loved this bit as much as I've loved any bit in a long time. And mm. the guys reminded me of the Marx Brothers, you know, four distinctive characters yeah. riffing off each other, coming in and out of rooms. Uh, I loved it. Uh, I, one me, thing I, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, the one thing I'm concerned about, though, uh, like Sal is a doctor. Like, what would you do if you went to a doctor and Sal shows up? I, I would. I love Sal, but I, I wouldn't want him inspecting me. Yeah. I wouldn't want him. Yeah, but Danny, you've had heart, right? you've had health insurance probably your entire life. <laughs> yes, I, that's correct. I, I haven't. So you're always going to these, you know, backroom doctors or whatever, and you're just like, oh, this, this is the best. I guess like my whatever I, my crappy coverage has. So I get back there. You get this hypochondriac doctor. That's yeah. Like, I, yeah, it might be lupus. It might be mumps. It might be. Uh, it's definitely bad. I'm like, sure. I don't know either. But what I do know is we have our guest here. That's right. Coming in right now from work, Kelly Maxwell. This is fantastic. Ooh, very. Just say hi, Kelly. Hi. Oh, that's great. And we're going to come right back after this break with more Kelly. Welcome back. And we're here with Kelly Maxwell, the senior production coordinator from Practical Jokers. Kelly, why don't you give our listeners a little snippet into what you do on the show? Hi, guys. Um, so oh, I... that was nice that you said hi. That was really sweet. <laughs> no one's ever really done that. Like, hey, guys. Hey, everyone. That hey, was Joker really sweet. Fans. Well, Joker fans are awesome. Uh, <laughs> now you're sucking up. It's no, good. they are. They're <laughs> cool. <getting> a little... <laughs> they're, they're very loyal. Um, but what do I do? I work in production management, so I... And you've had a bunch of different jobs on the show. You've done mm-hmm. it all. But so what are you doing currently? Uh, I work in production management, so I work under the production manager and the uh, line producer... And we, you know, plan things out that are pretty logistical, like how to get people to a certain location. How many vehicles do we need? How many people do we need? How are we going to pay those people? How are we going to feed those people? Like literally we're like production moms kind of. Um, (laughs) That's what like people in the industry call a production management department sometimes. But it's like any issue that's not specific to a department. So like if you have a sound problem, you go to audio. If you have a 
camera problem, you go to camera. But if you have like an anything else problem, right. That has to deal with how you're doing on set. Um, you know, just any, any problem you could think of, you come to us. You're the unsung heroes. I, in my opinion, because <laughs> I think when people think of the show, they just see that oh, it's four guys and they go to this place and they do their thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's so many, obviously there's so many other aspects to it. I feel like a lot of people think it's like we show up at a mall with an iPhone and film for 15 <laughs> yeah. minutes and then we leave. Right. Yeah. Well, that's why the show is so great. That's one of the reasons is because it looks, it looks great. The finished product looks great, but it also looks like, Oh, I could do this with my friends. Right. Easily and like yeah, you can do it, but the the amount of prep that every department goes through is unbelievable. Yeah, and having them all you know kind of collaborate together. That's the other role. Multiple of production times a management. week, multiple shoots a week. That's exactly. the part. It's it's like it's a there's like you're, you're planning like ten days at once. Exactly, and, and every day it rolls. It's true, and we have you know you guys obviously know like our creative people on the show they're so i'm not saying this is suck up uh they're so you guys no but you guys you know the ideas that roll in are so great and fresh and it's like you you also prep but then the guys will be like oh why wouldn't why don't we do it this way Mm, yeah and what people don't realize is like on a scripted in a scripted environment you know your script okay maybe there's changes made to the script and then the script he changes them but if you have four people that are also really involved in the creative of all of this and they want to change it and everyone's like, actually, yeah, that is a good idea. Let's right. do it that way. And then the creators, everything yeah. else on the show has to change. Yeah. Wow. Every other thing on the show has to change. 100%. And it's like every department is affected by that. And it's not like a negative thing, but it's like just testament to how good our crew is because everyone can adjust. It's yeah. so amazing. It's unbelievable. And like, it does look like a simple show, but really it's not. And what I love about the show and, and, and like the departments you're describing is everybody moves at once. So mm-hmm. like if one, it's like this real the, hive mind. Yeah. Real hive mind yeah. where like everyone moves at the same time. And so if someone, if someone, something gets adjusted, everyone moves to help that and people do each other's jobs. And like everyone knows the show inside out that, like you said, like, Oh, if there's an audio problem, you go to this person. But if someone says an audio problem to a person who doesn't work in audio, that person still knows where to send them and how to fix it. Yeah. It's amazing. Sure. It's true. It's it really, is. I mean, it sounds like it's so What we're talking about is so technical, but these are things that are so important and integral for the show. Yeah. yeah. It, it wouldn't be the show. It is. It's it, true. Everyone works so well together. Like it, it makes me like so happy to see mm-hmm. it all the time. Of course, you know, you've spent such long hours with people, early, early calls to late raps and like, you know, everyone's and on drinks, top of, of each course, other. Drinks of course. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, but we don't really get sick of each other, Mm-mm. which is not <laughs> common. So you just got back everybody. So this week, yeah. uh, as of when we're, we're, we're taping this, everybody went to uh, Florida back mm-hmm. to universal to film a quick thing that yep. is going to be down the line. Yep. Um, and I've been watching everyone's social media and it looked lit, as the kids <laughs> it say. It was so fun. Yeah. And I I just like, that's the thing about this crew, too. Aside from, like, how everyone's so pro, everyone's so not pro in terms of, like, how we, like, go out. Yeah. It's just, like, so fun. And everyone's welcome. You yeah. know, that's, like, it's fun. It's just, like, okay, work hard, play hard, and, like, enjoy yourself after this long day in the heat. And is that... Like from the top down, is that because the jokers are that way? 100%. It's yeah. a trickle down. It's like the, the guys, it, it, I, I've worked on other shows, and if, if the people at the top aren't like, 
easy to work with or like they bring some sort of drama, it trickles down through every department. And oh, since yeah, the guys are really fun and involved in things, then everybody else is and everybody's cool. And the guys make fun of everybody on set in a good way. And everyone feels that way. And everyone feels family. Right. It's like that. It's, 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 I think that's important on a show. Yeah, it's true. And they always make it known that like, you know, you're welcome to come out, have a good time. Cause they know like Q and Sal both, rebook their flights because they were going to leave the day of our shoot Mm -hmm. for whatever reason you know they're involved in like so many different projects and they were like no we want to hang out with the crew (laughs) that's cool and they stayed an extra day and i was so happy yeah and ghetto or mer already were because they know that it's like mer wasn't wasn't there because he had another obligation but he was like very upset on set that he couldn't stay because he because they all know like if they're not there they're going to miss out and have fomo yeah Yeah. mer had to do book tour (laughs) yeah oh cool yeah yeah yeah. What I, what I love about Gatto. My Awakened, I'm programmed by James Murray to tell you <laughs> what Ga- happened. Gatto's always down for like going out and he doesn't, always. Even, he he doesn't, doesn't drink. drink, but he's like, I'm down to go out dancing. Like if, if like Gatto's more on the crew's social media than he is on his own. Mm-hmm. It's so true. Right. And like, it's, it's great because he's like, so he's so like unique in that like he can, he doesn't drink at all, uh-huh. and he goes out all night with everyone, and he parties more than craziest. everyone. And then he's the first one and, on set. Yeah, like, and right. Like, right. yeah, and that's what the cool environment about going out with everyone, too, is, like, it's not, like, you have to drink and, like, well, it's just, like, mm-hmm. come out dancing or right. come sing right. karaoke with yeah. us and, like, right. just have fun. You know? And I say first one on set, he's, like, one of the first guys and like, producing on there. You're on set. How early? Like, what was your call time today? Oh, it got pushed. It got pushed to 8 a.m. today. Oh. I was so happy. I it was so nice. You and like Nicole are usually up at like four. Four. Yeah, yeah we're up early. Well, I'll be up at like four, four thirty on Monday. Oh. Oh. But it's amazing. It just you just get up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I meet, uh, meet I meet people on other projects, and I'm like, oh, this person seems pretty cool, but I don't know if they'd fit with the family. Like even like the best person sometimes on another project, I'm like, maybe. And so like, it's very hard for me to like really recommend. Like if I do recommend a person, it's because I know that they would fit in with the family. Aside very from professional. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dude, with the family. You're right. With the very, family. Yeah. Well, there's an Amarta that we can't talk too much about in the air, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I will also say anytime I have like another gig that pops up, yeah. recommending anybody from Jokers, like, you know, they can get it done. Cause it's like our, like you said, like our job is like so, like difficult sometimes because it changes. It's it's like yeah, the show is always like shifting. Like you said, there's no script. It's an improv show, so like we don't know where it's gonna go. And then when like our crew is working on like a scripted project, they knock it out of the park. So like you just want me to show up and do this scene, <laughs> exactly. And they're gonna say over these over. lines. And that prop's going to be here. And like, yeah, sure. And you're going to pay me what? You idiots. (laughs) Like, yeah, it's like so easy. Everyone like just works so well. Let's take for for example this second challenge, right? Recording in the park. Let's walk walk that through for people like with what we just discussed in terms of jobs. You know, that's a day in the park. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't sound as easy as a day in the park. But there's a lot of things even that because then we're not even taking over a location that has like elevators and like freight elevators and hidden cameras. It's got to be like on the street hidden cameras where a person's holding it. Another person's blocking. That's like kind of the strategy there. But it's still a pretty complex day. How do you set up shop in the park? Because typically I see you're sitting like at a table with a computer and there's other things that you're facilitating. Mm -hmm. Where do you go in a day that's in the park? Wherever locations allows me to go. So locations is the first per, uh, contact with the place that we shoot. 
they get permission like to actually shoot there, but then where we should be in the park and where we can't be in the park. Mm. And, you know, parks, especially in New York City, they want to cater to like the neighborhood and make it seem like everybody is allowed to come in there, which they are. But and, you know, bringing a hidden camera show in there Mm. can be seem invasive of somebody's like day in the park or make it like we're even though our show is about fun and it's about making fun of the guys, not the people in the park. Well, we're putting like microphones in but, people's faces in this challenge. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's pretty like intense. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. So locations like no, lets us know where we can put food, gear, people, blah, blah, blah. But we also want to be hidden because it's a hidden camera exactly. show too. So that's a whole part. Wow. Yeah. There's the, so many. The park we were in for that challenge though has like this really cool side area that's like gated off, you know, like mm. in Tompkins Square Park. So we can actually all go back there and be pretty hidden it's like a real it's a perfect place like a perfect park to shoot a hidden camera show is that your favorite park it's my favorite park wow mm. yeah i love it because i like all the places by there too so i think about this a lot too like after this show like you know other shows i work on if it's not hidden camera i'll probably be in one place all the time this show's allowed me to see so many parts of the city in Jersey and even the world. You it's know? so true. <laughs> it's I, so insane. I always think about that. Like, I wouldn't know the trains as well as I do if it wasn't for the show. Even the buildings. Because I didn't grow up here. I grew up right, an right. hour north of the city. So, like, Yeah. I mean, it depends. Like, like, there are some production jobs where you move around a lot, but not, like, in the way, like, we're in a completely different environment every, every single shoot. I mean, we go back to some places multiple times, but even so, that changes. And, like, there's yeah. so many buildings I've seen in the city. It's like my friend <laughs> my friend Pat, who became a firefighter, mm-hmm. he sees all these different buildings. But at this point, I feel like I've seen even more because he has to inspect them and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, I, like, you know, we set up shop and, like, hide cameras. Oh, my God. In them. I know. We all know, like, the what the basements of, like, <laughs> thousands yeah. of buildings look like and their back entrances. Like, yeah. I hope they're not worried. Oh, my God. But, like, we shouldn't I, start robbing people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wanted right. to make a movie about that. Whoa. Yeah. About a production company that, like, takes over Shh, a city. Save it. Omerta, Omerta, Omerta. Executive producer Pete McPartland will always be like, we're so good at making shell companies. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. we make That's fake companies it. to, like, fool people so that we can get them to come to, like, a focus group and then the Jokers infiltrate. Yeah. But we make fake things. And we also make fake products. We've had products on the show <laughs> that have become real products, like yeah. the gasoline thing. Oh, yeah. You that's know? true. Uh- Honestly, what gasoline thing. Yeah. Oh, we didn't make it up, but uh, uh, like in a power lunch, somebody was like, "Quick, hit me with an idea." And someone was like, "It's a oh right, it, like a car tanker comes yes, to fill yes. up your that's like a it was, I don't know what it was it's gasoline yeah Uber for gasoline no I don't it's like gas on the go yeah. gas on the go or something yeah but yeah Great. so that that happened but we inspire mm-hmm. <laughs> we create you know brick flops are taken off <laughs> I mean they're taking they're taking off the shelves because no yeah. one would ever buy it we do a lot for society I feel. Like. I know. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of which, the guys have um, so much business. We're going to jump into this punishment with business cards. That was a segue, but we're going to take a break first. And we're back, and we're talking punishment time. This uh, punishment had some of my favorite marks of all time. Uh, you know, mar- like well, when we say marks, like you know, in the that's why I feel like I'm with Kelly. We like we say marks because like yeah. when there's a person, it's just like an old school hidden camera thing. The person that you work with, I think I've just, I've probably talked about this before in the past. Mm-hmm. The person we work with, the strangers they interact with in production, we call them marks. Like, Oh, get that mark, get the mark with the red shirt. Like we just use that term, but right. their names aren't all Mark. Not all. Usually yeah. most often they're not. Okay. Uh, right. Occasionally. one time we had like 50 marks 
that were Marks. Really? No. Uh, <laughs> I'm gullible. <laughs> Call me <Sorry>. Mark Gullible. <laughs> and in this punishment, we're working with New York Cares and we're dealing with some of the nicest people mm-hmm. in the city that volunteer their time uh, and their, their money, whatever it might be. Usually their time and they're running like the coat drive. Like every year, New York Cares runs a coat drive. Uh, we do one at North South. Everyone can drop off their coats. Uh, in the office, and that all goes to New York Cares. So we're dealing with the sweetest people, and um, basically Sal had to find who the most important person in the room yeah. was. These people are sweet, and but they're not important to Sal. Not Sal, because, you know, he's just an ambitious social climber. He is. <laughs> so ambitious, which he's is a, a dirty word in some cultures, ambitious. Ambitious. And Sal's just taking that little card out of their grubby little hands. In real life, I, don't, I think Sal is, he's ambitious, but I wouldn't say like, all right, so Murr, I think used to say that Sal wasn't like motivated enough. Like, like, Oh, shade. Like, you know what I mean? Like he's, he's got all the talents in the world at the, at like, he, I think Murray used, used to say like, you know, this is more like college and maybe mm-hmm. post-college Sal. Yeah. He'd be like, yeah, he's all the talent. He's like the most talented guy, you know, especially Murr feels that way. Like, and he'd be like, but you got to push him into things. And I think like, that's why the show worked so well. Like you push Sal into these situations <laughs> Yeah, and you know what I mean? Like he, that he wouldn't be. Like, you wouldn't think he'd do so well in, but he's so funny in these environments. He's so great. And he just gets so uncomfortable because he's a nice guy, too, at heart. And then, like, taking the card back from Elliot. Elliot was such a sweet Sweet kid. That's what I'm talking about. I love it. That Mark. (laughs) Oh, that Mark. Uh, But, yeah, that was those moments. I mean, the moments where he has to, like, he, like, pulls it off the table. He's like pulling the card yeah. off the table to get it. Oh, those those are so good. This is a, this is one that's like similar to, you know, Sal cutting people off or Murray asking for change back. Pulling cigarettes not, out of not, people. Sorry, not giving yeah. change. And yeah, get, getting taking cigarettes. This is a style of punishment that I think is like a later in the show style. But I think there's it, it opened it up. When we first started doing ones like this, mm-hmm. it made it like, oh, we could have a lot more punishments. Yeah. I remember after like season three or two, I was like, I think we're going to run out of punishments. Because we <laughs> yeah. were like... That's yeah. always the challenge. The guys didn't guys. want to do garbage pants, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the guys always wanted like, I, at that time, they were like, oh, it was all about like big spectacles. And we noticed that like, it's harder to do spectacles because the guys are more popular. So to get in front of a big audience, like that, that in front of like a crowd is a yeah. harder punishment because people can recognize it and it feels like they're on stage. But if you put them into environments like we do with like our challenges where they're like at like a sort of a meet and greet, it's easier to hide them. And if someone knows, you could take that person out without yeah. it being, Definitely. 100%. you know, exactly. and, and then it's also like these social norms that are a little bit more niche, but like you feel them on a deeper level. Uh, yeah. I mean, you go to any party you want. I don't get invited to parties. Oh, Casey, yeah, that's right, not true. Casey. You're a social butterfly and you're not a wallflower. You get out there and you mix with the best of them. And so it's like that when the guys are at this event and when someone's talking to you and then they give you their business card, Mm -hmm. it might happen all the time, but maybe not. And it feels nice. Like they just gave you something that says, I want to talk to you again later. Yeah. And you're just ripping it back from them because they said they needed it for someone else. And I can't tell you how nice some of these people were where they were like, okay, I understand. I got to tell you real quick an interaction I had recently. I did an improv show at the Pitt Theater. Yeah. And uh, as I left, a guy goes, like someone, somebody was like, oh, good show. And this guy stops. He goes, he goes, oh, do you do comedy? 
And I was like, uh, uh, yeah. And he was just like, oh, I was the photographer during the, during the show. Here's my business card. But if you're not going to, if you're not going to get in touch with me, then give it back. Oh. <laughs> and then I was like, uh, okay. And he was like, he was like, yeah, I saw you up there tonight. You were really good, which is crazy. Cause he started it with. Are you a comedy? Are you, do you do comedy? <laughs> and then, then, or is this a one-off thing? Yeah. I need to know. And then he goes, he goes, I do comedy too, but I also take photos. So let me take your photos and I'm going to do a, I'm doing a big book with a com with comedians in it and you get everything out of it. It's not for me. It's for you. Wow. He needs to work on his pitch. It was bad. It blew my mind. I was with, I was with my wife, Lisa, and we talked about that interaction, which was like, Maybe a minute or less. Oh, we talked about that interaction for like thirty minutes. What? There was just so much to unpack. There was it was unbelievable. I love it. I love when people do completely insane things that yeah. you shouldn't do. We work on the show where we dare guys to do, it, and then some guys like this photographer just goes out in the wild and does on something his own. that's crazier than the maybe guy he was on a camera show done. and he just left yeah. before like maybe Kelly Maxwell can flag you down to like get like the people and be like, "Stop! We need someone to get a release." Yeah, but, like just to say something like, "If you're not gonna do it, if you're not gonna do anything with the card, give it back to me. Those cost money." Like he said all these things, and then he was like, "No, but the book I'm gonna make is it's for you, not for me." It was it was bizarre. Oh my god! And then and then, yeah. then the person who did the show sent me the photos. They weren't that good. <laughs> of course. No, he had his head up his ass. So, me and my buddy uh, were talking, and he showed me this email. He was going up to Boston for a trip, and uh, for a business trip, and he emailed this guy at the company he was going to be working mm -hmm. with. He does sales or whatever. And he goes, "Hey, um, you know the Red Sox are playing that night. Uh, we should go to the game." The guy emails back, "I'm sorry, I don't do outings." Wow. And, and that, he's in sales? Yeah. That's, goes, a, that's a line just like, from I'm the sorry. show. It, the, his response was, I'm sorry, I don't do outings, but I'll see you in the office. Like, that was the entire thing. Like, I don't do outings? You just can't opt out of a whole part of existence. This is like a Seinfeld. It's a society. It is. You, like, like you can't do the opt out. <laughs> you, can't, you can't do the opt out of an outing. It's an, you don't do outings. But that's not even a thing. That's like I don't do breathing. Like I don't do like I don't yeah. eat food. Like can I can I just stop? I didn't know that was an option. Can I just stop doing outings? I don't do outings. <laughs> He opt out of the out? You well, can't opt out of the out. You got to opt in. <laughs> well, folks, this has been an incredible show. Thank you so much, Kelly, for coming by. Of We're course. wrapping it? This I'm, is a wrap? This is a wrap out. <laughs> this I, is our out? I do wrap outs. I don't do outings. <laughs> All right. Kelly, what do you have to plug? Do you want to plug anything? Comedians and cars? Uh, you should, yeah, you should plug your Instagram because it's it's it's... It's low-key Joe Gatto's Instagram. <laughs> it's low-key He's like a Gatto? star. He's a star on your Instagram. Wow. Yours is great on its own, right? But he also Thanks. appears on it. I occasionally He's, appear on it. Yeah, sometimes you're on it. Sometimes Joe. Sometimes Joey Fatone. That's right. And we're so lucky. After Party's been so good, by the way. Oh, after yeah. After Party's great. I saw the first four episodes for this season, and it's amazing. We should do the uh, official After Party uh, podcast after this. Yeah, That's a great do it. idea. Lance yeah, I'll talk to the it. budget department about that. Okay, great. <laughs> That's a scambone. Double, double scambone. dip. Scambone. Double, <laughs> double dip. What is your Instagram? It's at uh, Kelly Snacks That's right. Because <laughs> that comes from you used to do crafty, right? No, it's just because oh. I like to eat snacks. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, I don't know. <laughs> it just rhymes okay. with my real last name. So. Anything right, else you want to say to the fans? You want to thank them? Or yeah, you said hi. Do you want to say? Oh, well, well so I, I'm, I, we're going to let Kelly finish <laughs> out the podcast. But uh, on behalf of Danny Green, myself, uh, uh, James McCarthy, and Dan Samatovich is also going to take us out on piano. But Kelly, why don't you, uh, you know, I'll give you a few seconds to say goodbye to the fans. So you do whatever you want. Okay. Uh, bye, fans. Make sure you keep... Uh, 
being fans of IJ, buy those Joker's Cruise tickets, watch After Party, uh, follow Casey Jost, and Mick James McCarthy. Mick James McCarthy, uh, and keep being great. All right. All right, Kelly. Bye, guys. Snacks well. (laughs)